Welcome to A Better Way Financial Radio with Frank and Nick Guida. This is one of the biggest concerns, if not the biggest concern, if you are retired, it of course is running out of money. But there's something else I read on NerdWallet, Nick, that cites a study showing that fewer than one in five retirees have enough income to maintain the same standard of living they've had when they were still working. Now, the study says that those people usually make it work by reducing their spending. But come on, in retirement, you don't want to do that. You want to have the same amount of money, if not more. So, you know what? Retirement's got to be better than just making things do, right, Nick? Yeah, I I do a lot of financial workshops with, you know, 20, 30 people in them at a time. And, you know, sometimes I'll ask the question, you know, raise your hand if you're excited about the the spending cut that you're going to be able to do as you transition into retirement years. Anybody? And nobody puts their hand <laughs> up not. because uh, everyone, everyone wants to maintain the current lifestyle that they have now. They want the same amount of net income that they're used to to be able to cover their bills. And I'll tell you what, the chances of you spending more money in those early retirement years than when you are accumulating money is actually pretty high too because most of the time people have been putting off these these bucketless travel items that they want to do or maybe they want to be snowbirds and they realize that the first 10 years of their retirement is their go-go years where they want to go and do all the things that they want to do and guess what when you're not at work from 9 to 5 you know Monday through Friday you're spending money right you know yep. so uh, and you're out traveling and all of that is airfare and hotels and Airbnb costs and food and dining out and all that so so what we find is a lot of people end up spending more money towards the beginning of retirement especially during those first 10 go-go years before they get to the slow go years you know and no go years right you know so I kind of break it down into decades right of mm-hmm. retirement you know the first 10 years is your go-go years where you want to do all that travel and usually you want to you know the income to be highest and and then you have your slow go years where maybe it's a little bit less sporadic of travel and maybe not as many trips and then you know you have your no go years which is kind of towards the tail end in your 90s which is mostly you know a lot of more TV watching and long term care type of planning and you know estate planning and that kind of a thing so so yeah i think it's really important that uh, that people set up an income stream in their retirement that they can't outlive. So people, there's all kinds of ways to do that. I mean, you can do that with annuities. Some people do it with pensions. You know, obviously, Social Security is a part of that. But making sure that that income is not subject to to risk, I think, is important. You know, so there are ways to be able to set up income streams so that you don't have to worry about outliving them, even if you do live till you're 100 years old, you know, so, yeah. so there are financial vehicles available for you today. So, you know, if you do want to learn about how to set those up and which ones pay the absolute highest amounts of income, you know, then I suggest you call because there are, you know, other financial advisors, even, you know, on this network, you know, that, uh, that promote, you know, this type of guaranteed income. But I'll tell you what, there are different financial vehicles that you can use, you know, as a client. And I think it's really important that you work with an independent who can kind of cherry pick the ones that would pay you the highest amount of income per dollar that you're putting in, which uh, which I think is really important. You know, for instance, the last week, I just sat down with a couple and they had one of these annuities, right? It was actually a variable annuity. Okay. And uh, this variable annuity paid, it was an IRA that was put in there and it paid the gentleman, I think they had about somewhere around five $600,000 into it. And uh, it paid the gentleman twenty eight thousand dollars a year, okay, guaranteed for his life. Wow! 
And so, you know, that was, it came out to somewhere around uh, four, four and a half percent. And so when we did a, an annuity x-ray where we called the company that issued that variable annuity and started asking them some questions about how that policy worked, what we learned was that that was just a single life income rider, that the income, should he pass away, the income did not live on to his wife. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so we also found out that he was paying about three and a half percent in annual fees. His money was not protected against downside market risk. And so when his wife found out that that income could just stop at any point, should he pass away first, she was like, well, the last thing I want to worry about if something happens to him is my income. Yeah. You know, stopping all of a sudden because that income would have died with him, you know, if there was no cash left in the uh, in the annuity policy, which is 28,000 bucks a year less coming into the household along with the lower of the two social securities. I mean, you're talking about a significant decrease in income immediately should, you know, should something happen to him, right? Which statistically the men usually go first, you know, so what wasn't a good plan. So I'm very excited that this week when they come in, I found them a different policy mm -hmm. that would be able to pay them a joint life income. So even if he passed away, the income still continues to come in. It would pay them a higher amount of income. It's going to pay them about $33,000 of income instead of $28,000 of Very income. Nice. It's going to be a joint life income, a true joint, where they both get you know the income payout no matter which one passes away first. It knocked their fees down from 3.5% down to 1.25%. It protected their money to the downside. So even in a stock market crash, their money would have been totally protected against the downside and just put them into a significantly better position, especially even to leave you know a legacy from a portion of that money as well that whatever's left over in that annuity bucket you know would go on to their kids which you know it's kind of going to just going to be a no-brainer for them to be able to make that simple transition but they would have never known about first off they would have never known that it was a single life income rider that they currently had and they would have never known that they could do better by just changing up you know that financial vehicle and just switching it out for another one that would be able to help them accomplish their goals a whole lot better uh, without fear of uh, you know $28,000 a year going away yeah. if he predeceased her you know so so I can't wait to be able to show that to to these folks and um, you know I'm confident that uh, that they're going to be very happy with that transition so did somebody sell them an annuity and then didn't really explain it to them they just sold it and said see you later there you go and <clears throat> that's exactly that yeah that's exactly what happened you know a lot of times you know these financial advisors from what I hear you know they don't uh, they don't necessarily understand their how they're vehicles work all that much and they don't usually explain them very well to the client you know when i asked the client going in you know to that meeting i said well do you know how much you're paying in, in fees do you know if this is a single life or a joint life income rider you know he kind of just looked at me with a blank stare he's like i don't right. know any i don't know any of that stuff and i said didn't the advisor take the time to kind of explain to you how this works and nope <laughs> not really or if he did he kind of just breezed through it and i was like mm. All right. Well, when we talk about something, you know, I'm going to explain to you how it works and then I'm going to ask you to explain it back to me just so I can make sure that you're digesting this information that you have a full understanding of it because he was a bright guy. He was an engineer, you know, so I knew that once he knew how the wheels turned in there, which it's not rocket science, guys, it's really not once you get down to the nitty gritty, once he understood how, how it worked you know, how his current policy worked. And then when I'm able to show him, you know, the rescue plan, he's, uh, you know, he's just going to be really thrilled. I know it. Absolutely. It's got to be because there are so many, you said there's so many different annuities and it's impossible 
for your average person to know exactly how they all work and what's involved with them, you know, talking about the fees and how much they are. And people just don't realize that. And you need somebody to explain it to you. I mean, heck, I've learned so much about annuities from you guys more in the past year than I've known in the past 40 years about annuities. And I guess you wouldn't expect people to know all about annuities. And that's where you and your father step in. You explain everything about what an annuity is and which this is what you do every day, basically. Yeah, I, th- I think they're extremely difficult for most people to understand. And they're con- they're written in a way to specifically, you know, make people's heads spin, I think. So, uh, so you know, but really, you know, if you take the time and, you know, work with a fiduciary advisor who's looking out for your best interest, who's going to go over the details of, of how the different financial vehicles work. First off, you know, what you have and, and you know, what's going to happen, you know, according to according to the future of, of that process and in comparison to some other options that you have, then you can make a more educated decision about what's best for you and your family. You know, so really having that second opinion service has really paid off for a lot of people because if they didn't take the time to pick up the phone and come into the office and say, hey, you know, give me a second opinion about what I'm doing. Can you just look this over? Just make sure I'm on the right track or is there anything that might not work out here? If they didn't do that, what would have happened is when he predeceases her, which statistically likely would happen, there's a very high probability that a huge portion of the widow's income would be completely gone. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they wouldn't even have known it going into it because they didn't have any life insurance policies outside of that either. You know, so, you know, to be able to make up for that shortfall. So, so really, it's important to get that second opinion on what you're currently doing, you know, and review those life policies, long-term care, review the income strategy, review the tax planning strategy to be able to mitigate those taxes throughout your lifetime. You know, make sure that you have a written financial plan so that you know what's coming down the pike before it actually happens. And that's something that we spend a lot of time in putting together for people here at A Better Way Financial. Find out more at abetterwayfinancial.com. Investment advisory services offered through A Better Way Financial, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. A Better Way Financial is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Frank and Nick Guida, NPN Insurance License Number 1978362 and Number 1636478.